Good morning. The Anatomy of an Abuser. Since the notorious grabbing them by their private parts comments made by Mr. Fire and Fury himself, also known as Mr. Tic Tac and Liar in Chief, I've given quite a lot of thought on the subject of abuse as far back as the late 1970s where my reading on the subject began. In addition, I've had conversations with individuals that resort to this type of behavior when they come in contact with those of the opposite sex that don't want to do what they want them to do when they want them to do it. Full disclosure, I'm neither a psychologist, a psychiatrist, nor do I have training in either area. However, in my meager opinion, there's a deeper cause to what brings far too many men, it's, hard, it's difficult for me to call them men because I have another name for them, to arrive at the conclusion that putting hands on a woman is the answer to their problems. The two latest members of the squatters camp that have dropped into the land of the unemployed temporarily. One, Rob Porter, the squatters staff secretary, whose ex-wives have documented his abusive behavior, complete with photos. And Porter, by the way, with no security clearance. Wonder why that is. However, still has access to the most sensitive of documents. In addition, documented proof by both ex-wives of his, of his abuse and continued battering and punishing women, punishing both these women because he's bigger and stronger, I guess, along with the abuse involving alcohol. Reasoning, by the way, which is always used for a multitude of excuses behind the things that those who drink to excess for the things they do. However, what was the impetus for today's squatter update was the act that I always remember that those who torture revert to, that of putting out lit cigarettes on a person. David Sorensen allegedly did this to his ex-wife. Of course, Sorensen responds with that which is so predictable on the part of those who are habitual professional abusers is to deny, deny, deny. And in addition, Sorensen says he was the victim of her abuse. Pathetic. Don't get me wrong. I know that there are women who are guilty of that type of abuse. However, this is more than likely not that case. Of course, the squatter, in his infinite lack of any wisdom, is pontificating about how so many allegations being lodged against all of these men in this climate is destroying so many reputations and how due process or the benefit of any doubt is no longer in play. Here's the case for due process and the benefit of the proverbial doubt. If you are or have been a professional liar over a lifetime, whether that be recently or over a 70-year lifetime period, the chances of anyone being awarded due process or the benefit of the doubt are slim and none. And by the way, Slim is on his way out of town. What is curious about the squatter, amongst many things, is his discussing when it comes to the white supremacists that there are two sides to that argument. There's good people on both sides. However, when it comes to the abuse of women... You never hear him discuss the women's side of the story. He is more concerned with the reputation of these men, although that's not what I call them. No man abuses women in this fashion or any fashion should be called a man. The case of abuse, however, is another situation. National, I quote national statistics. Number one, every 12 seconds a woman is abused by her intimate partner. Number two, there are more animal shelters I'm not kidding, than there are for victims of domestic violence. It's a horrible truth. Three, 
37% of pregnant women are battered during pregnancy, including, yes, blows to their abdomen. Remember, this is only what is reported. By the way, what is what is domestic violence? Plainly speaking, is when someone close to you, or in too many cases, not too close, physically, verbally, emotionally, or sexually abuses a partner by exerting power and control over them. Domestic violence occurs in all cultures, races, religions, and same-sex relationships. 95% of the time, reported cases are of men versus women, and 5% of the time, it's women versus men. Key word here, reported. Stay tuned for part two of The Anatomy of an Abuser. Ebony Contrarian, out. Good morning. The Anatomy of an Abuser. Domestic violence is the leading cause of injury to women, sending over one million every year to the doctor's office or to the ER or ED. By the way, this violence isn't occurring from the hands or by the hands of a stranger, but from those that purport to care for or are interested in them. Many well-known psychiatrists and psychologists have theories about the origins of this behavior. Being a simplistic high school graduate myself, my theory may be somewhat elementary, but I believe this behavior, from my observation, among other things, is rooted in a basic fact that a large majority of abusers that are men are those that have emotional, mental, and most importantly, physical, or should I say, anatomical inadequacies. He who squats inside 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, prime example. Anyone who excessively discusses the size of his hands, problematic and telling. All this grabbing, choking, pushing, forced kissing, mind games, gaslighting, verbal abuse, burning with cigarettes. All forms of emotional abuse are indicative of a multitude of deep-seated issues. For the record, there are five types of abuse, emotional, verbal, sexual, physical, and the latest, technological, with the advent of social media, by way of Facebook, chatting, and text messages. There are a few ways to identify these <coughs> men that are more likely than not guilty, their characteristics. One, jealousy, questioning your whereabouts and jealous of, jealous of time spent out of their sight. Two, controlling behavior. Three, isolation, keeping you away from all of your friends and family. Four, forced sex against her will when he wants it. Five, believes he knows where a woman belongs and what she should be doing. And by the way, let's not forget the always ridiculous, he's the king of the castle. How stupid. When you think of the numbers that have been brought down by truth in the last months. It's disgusting. In addition, they are probably narcissistic, have more than likely a grandiose idea of their own importance. Two, don't, will never assume responsibility. Three, low self-esteem. Four, borderline personality disorder. Five, unstable interpersonal relationships. Six, uncontrolled reactions to severe stress. Seven, more than likely antisocial. Eight, witnessed abuse as a child. Poor excuse, but it's a reason.
Nine, guilty of repeated lying. Hmm, we know a few of those. Ten, deceitfulness to achieve their own desired ends. By the way, more times than not, you can't tell by looking at them whether or not they're capable of such abhorrent behavior. One of the profound characteristics that's evident is they are sometimes clever, smart, extremely charming, and a personality that draws people in. And those traits and their level of charm is a major part of their ability to deceive and manipulate, yet sometimes achieve the highest office in the land. Enough said. Professionals far more qualified than myself speak of a cycle of violence. Three phases. Tension, explosion, honeymoon. Number one, tension. The tension phase, there's usually an argument that begins the problem. Two, then the explosion period. That's where the assault happens. Three, then the honeymoon phase, or as I like to call it, the I'm sorry time, and it won't never happen again. In closing, this thing called abuse is and has been guilty and going on for some time, and for time immemorial, to be honest, and won't be remedied by the massive amount of firings, resignations, or the I'm sorry's will not solve anytime soon. But we are at the precipice of a movement that is long overdue. Me Too, Black Lives Matter, No Means No, Time's Up. No, we're not the end of any, we're at the end of anything. And by all means, the resistance. Let this be the beginning of what we need to happen. Ebony Contrarian, see you for part three. Good morning, and welcome back to the anatomy of an abuser. Some have agreed that there would be no Me Too movement without the current squatter in place. In addition, there may not have been the avalanche of outings of sexual abusers if not for that same individual. Of the multitude of women that have come forward, it may have awakened many who have remained silent for years. Here's some examples. Cassandra Searles in 2013 with the squatter, butt-grabbing. Summer Zervos in 2007, unwanted breast-touching and kissing with the squatter. Jessica Drake in 2006, unwanted kissing and propositioning. The squatter. Nene Laxanen, 2006, butt-grabbing. The squatter. Samantha Holby, 2006, dressing, robe, dressing room robes and looking, touching. The squatter. Rachel Crooks, in 2005, inappropriate kissing. The squatter. Juliet Huddy, in 2005, forced kissing. The squatter. Jennifer Murphy, 2005, Unwanted Kissing, The Squatter, Natasha Stoinoff, 2005, Forced Tongue Thrusting Down Her Throat, The Squatter, Mindy McElvray, 2003, Butt Grabbing, The Squatter, Karina Virginia, 1998, Breast Touching, Unwanted Kissing, The Squatter, Kathy Heller, in 1997, Unwanted Forced Kissing, The Squatter, Temple Taggart Mid McDowell, 1997, forced kissing. The squatter, one of five Miss Teen USA contestants. That's what I said, Miss Teen USA contestants in 1997. In their dressing rooms while they were getting dressed, pedophile looking, the squatter. 
Lisa Boyne in the 1990s, checking for her underwear, whether they're on or not. The squatter. Jill Harth in 1993, groping and unsolicited kissing and touching. The squatter. Kristen Anderson in the 1990s, private parts touching. The squatter. Ivana Trump in 1989, rape. Pulled her hair out of her scalp. The squatter. Jessica Leeds in 1980s, unsolicited touching on a plane. The squatter, who claimed it wasn't him. What a shock. By the way, update on the abuse by one disgusting gymnastics trainer, the doctor. The numbers on the young women that have come forward in regards to his disgusting treatment of young children, under the guise of being their trainer, has swollen to almost 300. A pedophile abuser. Let's hope he gets what he deserves in incarcerated protection. And let's examine Roy Moore, defended by the squatter. Bill O'Reilly, defended by the squatter. Roger Ailes, defended by the squatter. And now Rob Porter and David Sorensen, all defended by the squatter. 52% of white women, after most of this was known, approved of the squatter and voted for him. Curious. Women are the reason we are all here. With technology, what used to be considered simply a sperm donor is becoming less and less necessary. A woman remains essential for life. To abuse any woman, the reason any of us are here is an abomination. I've always said, if it gets too hot in a situation, as a man, and you're near a woman, walk away or run away, whichever you need to do. A man raising his hand or fist to choke, punch, push, slap a woman is unacceptable and by no means proves that you're a man or stronger. No matter what the reason, especially in today's climate, unless you want to go to jail, stop it. Any real man doesn't need to resort to violence to show he cares or doesn't care. If you consider yourself a man who loves women or love a woman, remember the reason you're here on this planet is because of a woman. Women bear life itself and are responsible for all life with the help of one, God. When you abuse, you essentially make it more difficult for the entire gender to have healthy relationships with others. When all is said and done, a real man doesn't resort to this. Happy Contrarian, out.